0: Hello and welcome to the Property Investing Australia podcast, where we'll be covering the right way to invest in property without taking the unnecessary risks, how to manage your money, and how to build the right mindset so that you can achieve your financial and wealth building goals. I'm your host, Nero Thambi Palay. Hi, it's Nero here, buyer's agent from Investment Rise, and today I want to talk about the five mistakes I see so many time-poor property investors make, okay? Now, if you're someone who's time-poor, then this episode really is for you because you may not be making all of these five mistakes, but even if you make just one of them, it can really cost you, okay? So let's begin by looking at mistake number one, and it's a big one for time-poor investors, especially those who are high-income earners. And what's that mistake? It's investing almost purely motivated by getting the tax benefits, okay? Now, let me make something very, very clear here. You should never, ever, ever, ever invest just for tax purposes, okay? I'm not saying you shouldn't take advantage of the tax benefits that are available to you, but if you invest just for tax purposes, you can very easily make a decision that you could regret. Okay. Recently, I've had uh, a couple of clients. Okay, Um, both of them time poor investors, uh, good high income earners, and they were both advised by their accountants that they were earning too much money and they should uh, invest in property to save some tax. Okay. Now, I'm not uh, discounting the advice of the accountant whatsoever. An accountant's role is to help you minimize tax. Okay. That's what their role is. All right, but that doesn't mean that they're the people you should necessarily speak to when it comes to wealth building advice, okay? Here's why. My first client, he went and bought a brand new unit, okay? Inner city unit in Melbourne, all right? Five years ago uh, and in 2017 and in 2022, despite the fact that we have now had the biggest real estate boom, uh, nationwide real estate boom in decades, his unit, actually dropped in value and he said you know it doesn't matter how much tax i saved i'd much rather my property rise two hundred thousand dollars as many other uh, houses have across the country rather than have it worth less than what i paid for okay the tax benefit don't don't add up okay or i had another client who again, was told to invest by for, for tax purposes, and his accountant then actually referred him to a so-called property specialist, okay? And this client, he's, he's a doctor, so he's very, very time poor, yeah, good income, and he was told to buy a brand new house in some country town somewhere, okay? And here's the thing, despite the fact that many regional areas have boomed, my poor client, their property has actually fallen in value during the same time that 90% of the rest of the country has gone up in value. Okay, And again, he's saying, look, yeah, I got the tax benefits, but I'd much rather have a property that goes up in value and pay more tax. That means I'm earning more money. Right? He got very clear that if you focus just on tax purposes, you can end up making investment decisions that actually cost you money. Right? and if you're already a time poor individual i can guarantee that you don't want to be then working just as hard for less money okay so don't invest just for tax purposes instead the mindset you should adopt is i want to invest to build wealth okay whatever your goals are whether it's for retirement whether it's passive income whether it's to you know leave something behind for your children whatever your motivation is it should fall into the bucket of building wealth, okay? And sure, then you can use the tax advantages to help you hold the property for longer term wealth, okay? That's what they're there for. They're there to encourage you to invest and to help you hold the investment property while hopefully getting some capital growth or waiting until the property goes from being negatively cash flow to positively cash flow, whichever strategy you're adopting, okay? But big mistake number one, Don't invest just for tax purposes. Yes, as I said, take advantage of what's available to you, but don't make that the sole motivation, make that the cream on top. Mistake number two. Being a time poor individual, you're looking for something that's very low hassle when you're looking to buy an investment property. And a big mistake I see so many investors make, especially in Sydney and and Melbourne, is they then go and buy an apartment okay, because they've been told that apartments are less hassle than houses, okay, but I can tell you right now that is not the case because if you buy a house that's in very, very good condition, well, it should really take care of itself. There shouldn't be a lot of maintenance going forwards, right, and the other thing with apartments is, number one, we have now a couple of decades of data showing that capital growth on apartments almost across the country is less compared to houses, okay, and your cash flow, although it may seem good initially, actually starts to hurt because rents, sure, they are rising right now, but that's until you see developers putting up new towers um, and then your cash flow is compromised from a rental perspective, but then you have the strata costs, okay? And it can really, really hurt you, all right? Again, I've I've got a client who met back in 2017 and he wasn't sure which way to, to, to go, so he decided to take on two, uh, I guess, property investment advisors or, or, or buyer's agents, okay? One agent told him, look, you're time poor, you need to buy a new uh, apartment. It wasn't off the plan, it was an existing, existing unit, uh, near new, you can get all these tax advantages and you're not gonna have any hassle, okay? I said, no, you want to focus on on houses. And so he literally said, all right, well, Nero, I'll buy a house that you find for me. And then he'll buy an apartment from whoever his other agent was. Okay. Fast forward five years later, the house that we recommended to him has gone up now $250,000. Okay. Rents have risen 25, 30%. Okay. And he's had virtually zero maintenance issues. On the flip side, the apartment that he bought five years ago, it's actually worth less than he paid for it. Okay, and he's had periods of time, especially during COVID, where he struggled to get it rented. And so his attitude now is like, how can an apartment be less hassle when I'm not making money on it and I struggle to get it rented and now my strata costs have gone up? Okay? So now he has to keep that unit because he can't sell it yet because he'll lose money on it. He's made some growth from the property that we recommended, and now he's using the equity from the the house that we recommended to buy his third investment property. Thankfully, he has the borrowing capacity to do that. But what about you? What if you bought a low-hassle property that happened to be an apartment that doesn't rise in value? Are you in a position where you could recover from that quickly, where you've got the equity and the borrowing power to keep moving forward, or would that investment that doesn't work for you, would it set you back a few years? Okay? For many time-poor investors, it actually would, plus it would leave a very sour taste in, in your mouth as well. Okay, so when it comes to looking for low hassle investments, focus on houses, but on houses that are in very good condition. Do your due diligence, or get your agent to do the due diligence so that then you know that you're not gonna have too much ongoing maintenance and then you don't have to worry about strata and everything else and you know you're buying an investment property that If it's in a good location, so you need to do all the other area-based research, but if in a good location, you have a really good chance of getting some strong capital growth without worrying about hassle. Mistake number three, and it's something I see, especially with uh, time-poor investors who are very low risk, and they end up taking a much larger risk than they realize. Why? Because they end up buying an off-the-plan investment vehicle, whether that's an off-the-plan unit, whether that's an uh, off-the-plan townhouse, whether it's even you know uh, what's known as a spec build, where they put down a deposit and then wait for the property to be built, anything of, of that nature, okay. And the thing is, they are sold as low-risk investments, okay. I had a client who uh, came to me about three years ago, okay, and at the time they both Had uh, they just bought a home, a husband and wife, they were time poor, and so then very low risk, okay? And the property investment advisor, shall we call them that? how tall or not, because you don't have so much extra savings, what you should do is buy this beautiful brand new off-the-plan unit. It was in a capital uh, city, okay. and you don't have to worry. It's not going to uh, settle for two or three years, and by that time, you can save up extra money. By that time, your incomes would have gone up, so you'll have extra borrowing capacity. So it's perfectly safe. You don't have to worry about anything. Oh, but you do need to put in your deposit right right now, no, 5%, sorry, that was a 5% deposit uh, right now, and it's not refundable, but don't worry, you're totally safe, okay? Now, thankfully, they happened to come across, I think it's either a, a video or a podcast, similar to what you're listening to right now from me, and they reached out to me. And I told them, don't go down that path. Instead, let's focus on something that suits your budget that you can get into right now. Fast forward a few years, that so-called unit that they were supposed to buy still hasn't been built so many years later. Okay? It's so far behind schedule. And now in that city, the market has changed. And so we don't even know what the valuations are going to be. right? And so they would have still been just waiting around spinning their wheels. In the meantime, we found them a property. It's gone up since they bought it. Rents have risen 25%. And I'm now helping them use that equity from their house to buy property number two. Okay. And so the thing is that when you're buying property, you need to make sure that you are aware of all the risks. Okay. And anything that is off the plan means that you are hoping and praying that everything goes well during the construction phase the development phase wherever you're um, buying the, the property okay and right now with builders going broke in almost every state okay I would say anything off the plan is a very high risk strategy okay and even if your builder doesn't go broke there's no guarantee that they're not going to turn around and say oh look our costs have gone up so now you need to pay us an extra 50 60 grand and first of all do you even have that money and even if you do Wouldn't you rather use that money for a deposit on another property, okay? So you just need to be really, really careful about anything off the plan, okay? I understand how they are presented, and I'm not saying they're bad in and of themselves, but if you're looking for a low-risk type of investment, okay, anything off the plan is high-risk, okay? You wanna buy established property, okay? Something that's ready to to go or ready to go very soon, whichever the case happens to to be, okay? But if you can focus on stuff that isn't off the plan, okay, you're going to find that you're going to be making some smarter decisions, lower risk uh, investment decisions, and you'll be able to sleep at night easier. Property investing mistake number four, okay? And it's thinking emotionally rather than commercially, right? Here's what I mean. Too often, I see... Time poor investors, they've got their, their house, it's, it's beautiful, and then they think they need to buy that same type of property as an investment property. Okay, They base all their investing decisions on what they personally like. Okay, So maybe they have a two-story McMansion, Okay, and they think, well, that's the kind of property that they should buy. Maybe they have a pool, so they think, oh, we like having a pool, our kids love playing in a pool, so we should then buy a property with a pool. Or maybe you think, Look, we've got a small block of land, and that's what we should buy for an investment property. Or flip, flip it around, they think we have a large block of land, so we should buy a property with a large block of land, right? You get the point, okay? They base their investing decisions, as I said, on their own personal preferences, right? And that's all emotional-based investing. That's not what you want to do. You want to think commercially. Understand that when you buy an investment property, you need to apply the mindset that you will never, ever, 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 ever live in it okay so therefore you're buying something for that particular market to to buy in okay and so you need to know well what do owner occupiers people who are living in that area what kind of property are they buying? What's in demand, okay? Is it the larger land size or is it the smaller land size? Is it three bedrooms? Is it four bedroom? Is it single story or is it double story, okay? You need to know that market really well so that you can buy the right type of property for that market because yes, when it comes to property investing, 60 to 80% of your success comes from finding the right area, no doubt about that, but the remainder of your success comes from finding the right Property for that particular market, getting the uh, property to market match. Okay, and I've seen people get this wrong so many times, often because they've applied their own personal preferences. Okay, your investment property is not your house; it's an investment. So you need to sort of take away the emotion and say, okay, yes, you want something low hassle. Yes, you want something that's not going to you know uh, hurt you from a maintenance perspective. Absolutely, but so do all your due diligence. But then. Focus on, well, what kind of property does that market want? That's the kind of property you wanna buy as an investment. And finally, property investing mistake number five that I see time poor investors make, and it's this. They are so busy working, looking after their, their family, managing all of their responsibilities, that they keep putting off their investing decision, okay? They often feel that they need to wait until they've paid off their, their home mortgage. Okay. And then it's going to be safer for them. Then they may have the time to be able to look at investing in property. Okay. I've got a client, uh, right now who is very, very, uh, successful sales executive, um, big, big, income, but extremely time poor. Okay. And his biggest regret is that he didn't start investing back four years ago when we first came across e- each other. Okay. He said, Nero, that area that you told me about, I said, yeah, properties there, were selling for about 400 grand or so today similar property selling for 700, $750,000, okay? And he could have easily afforded that, the, the rental income was, was fine, it would have all made sense. But because for him, his attitude was well, I'm busy, so it's better for me to wait until I pay off my mortgage, okay, and then invest. Well, he and his wife, then they missed out on some significant capital growth, and in fact, hundreds of thousands of dollars of capital growth, okay? So for you, if you're someone who's a time-poor investor, understand that you're time poor okay but don't let that stop you from investing okay get yourself the right help get yourself the right advice and get started on your investing journey as soon as you feel you can afford to do so okay from a financial perspective yes you then you look at the different markets and we know the different markets around the country all performing very very differently some are struggling some are doing really well so you need to be able to do your research at least get some help to to do that but Don't put off your investing decision when you can afford to enter the market because more often than not, that will simply lead to you having a lot of regret that you didn't jump into the market sooner. So I hope you saw the five major mistakes so many time poor investors uh, are making right now and i really hope that this helps you avoid them okay so then you can get started on your property investing journey sooner you can get started building your property portfolio and growing your property portfolio so that you can have the financial security and the financial freedom that you're after hi it's nero here again and thanks so much for listening if you like what you heard and you're looking for a full blueprint on how to invest in property to gain a passive income, then go to niro Book. that's n-i-r-o book, b-o-o-k, go to NeroBook.com.au to get a free copy of my book, Wake Up Wealthier, How to Build a Property portfolio that pays an income each and every month. Now, I used to sell this book for $47, but for a limited time, I'm giving you both the digital version and the audio version totally for free. Now, the reason I'm doing that is because I wanna give more people a chance to get this information. Plus, I also know that a certain number of you When you go through the book, we'll like what you see and you'll reach out um, to find out more about our future services. But even if you don't, that's okay because the book itself is a full blueprint about how to build a property portfolio that pays your passive income, even if you've never invested before. So if that's what you want, then go to nerobook.com.au to get your free version of the book while you still can.